This is the Champion Forum Podcast with Jeff Hancher, the forum for leaders, champions, and dreamers. Welcome back, Champion Family. If you haven't guessed it, today's episode is titled, If I Could Turn Back Time. In today's episode, I'm going to be going deep, diving into a question that was asked recently by one of our listeners, and quite frankly, one that I get pretty often. The question is this, what is one piece of knowledge you wish you had known when first starting out in your career? I get that question asked a lot of different ways. Another way of asking it is, if you could go back and start over again, what would you do differently? The answer to these types of questions are very, very beneficial for people starting in their pursuit of a career. However, I think this is applicable to everybody. I think that most of us are always trying to reinvent ourselves and ensure that we're progressing. You know, a progressive mindset is a very, very healthy thing. So whether it's that you're starting in a brand new career or you're just looking to rebrand or reinvent yourself, I think it's a great question to ask successful people. You know, what would you do if you could do it over again? What would you do differently if you could go back and start over? Man, there's a lot of different things. Uh, Today, I'm going to address some of the key areas of advice that I would give um, that I wish I would have had myself. You know, there's a lot of pitfalls that I think I can help you avoid. This is not an exhaustive list. I mean, look, if I were writing all the things I'd like to do differently, uh, we could have a podcast episode that would probably span about an eight-hour time frame. But I've kind of wrapped it up into some key ones that I think uh, are very applicable and ones that I think that you can absolutely take hold of and really think about as you posture your strategy for success. The first thing I would tell you is this. Don't be afraid to fail early. I remember countless times my managers would ask for volunteers to take on different assignments. They would ask people to be part of committees, do things that were above and beyond uh, their day job, above and beyond their responsibility. And I always shied away from these opportunities. You know, looking back, I realized there were, there were specific reasons why I shied away from it. Reason one was I felt like it was safer not to do it than to do it and fail. I was simply playing it safe. I was blending in, going with the flow. Reason two, I didn't want to look like a brown noser to my peers. So you have to hear me when I tell you this. You are far better off taking risks and failing than to sit on the sidelines and do nothing at all. There is nothing wrong with a little bit of pressure and healthy anxiety. And, and remember, nothing good comes from a comfort zone. Be sure you're putting yourself out there a little more, taking chances. It was through the prompting of one of my bosses that I agreed to champion a new initiative within our company. And this was how I started to grow a passion for public speaking. You know, I really enjoyed uh, being on this stage, helping our team win, getting the feedback after the meeting, seeing some of my own teammates uh, win and create wealth and income you know, for their families and achieve some of their goals. And it was off of initiatives that, that I took a part of, that I was a champion for. You know, I loved getting that kind of feedback from my peers when I, you know, they would start to win and they would start to implement some of the strategies that I would talk about. 
And this ignited my hunger to want to do more. You know, I, I then began look, looking for opportunities to do more. And, you know, you have to understand this as well. Don't worry about being labeled a brown noser. From the words of the great Taylor Swift, haters are gonna hate. Don't worry about it. Your goals are too big to worry about what people think. Five years from now, it's likely that they're going to be in the same place and you're going to be promoted. The reality is simple. They don't have the boldness to do what you're doing. Fear is most likely the thing holding them back. And most likely what they're doing is that fear that's keeping them back from doing it and they see you jumping out, it's easy for them to call you a brown noser when reality They're jealous because you have the boldness to do it. Make sure that you push through the fear to get up and champion new initiatives. Fear can be a crippling thing. It can take years off of your pursuit. Whoever's trying to bring you down, I've said it before, they're already below you. The only people that can pull you down are people that are beneath you. The second thing I would challenge you with, and something that I wish that I would have done uh, in a much, much bigger way early on, was I would have dreamed bigger. I so wish now that I would have dreamed bigger then. It would have changed everything. You know, at the time when I was starting out in my career, I couldn't even see past what was right in front of my face, the here and now. You know, every once in a while, I would let my mind drift and, you know, I would let my mind wonder about the possibility of being promoted. However, if, if you would have told me then that I would take on 10 additional assignments and then some, I would have told you that you were out of your mind. I would have reminded you that I was just a small town guy, uneducated, misguided, and barely qualified for the job that I was in at the time. People, you got to dream big. We are our own worst enemies. I know I was mine. You should have dreams so big that you have no idea even how it could possibly happen. It wasn't until I started to think bigger and have bigger dreaming and bigger ideas that were so great that it changed my own life. There are specific things that will begin to happen when you start to dream bigger. For one, you'll have higher levels of anticipation. Dreaming is the desire for something new. Uh, It's the desire for something more substantial in your life. You start to visualize yourself accomplishing a goal. This causes great anticipation. It changes your drive. It changes your effort. It changes your pursuit. You know, dreaming also allowed me to overcome some of my own limiting beliefs. I went from making excuses of why I couldn't do it to finding solutions of how it was going to be done. Dreams will help you move beyond your current reality. It absolutely did that for me. Having big dreams will help you to begin to uh, create new habits in your life. You know, it wasn't until I could really see my dream in the future that I started reading more, getting hungrier for the tools that would help me accomplish my dreams. One thing I can absolutely assure you that is evident is that accomplishing your dreams, it's going to require that you evaluate what you are doing and how you're doing it. You see, when you see this dream and you see this big vision that seems to be worlds away, What it starts to do is it starts forcing you to evaluate, how am I going to get there? What I'm doing now isn't enough. I have to make adjustments. I have to cut this out of my life. I have to add this to my life. And most often, your current habits will not get you to where you want to go. When you start creating new and audacious dreams, it will demand that you develop new habits as well as new behaviors. 
Also, you'll find that when you begin to dream beyond your capacity, that it naturally expands your network. You will find that the people you hang out with, who you associate yourself with, it will change. As your dream go, you know, continues to grow, you find that you will need people to assist you in getting to your dream. People that can help you open new doors. People that have been exactly where you're trying to go. And I always say that if you want to fly with eagles, you can't hang out with turkeys. Dreaming big will give you a desire to be around people of excellence and people that have accomplished the dream that you're chasing. The third thing that I would have done differently is I would have invested more in my personal growth. Uh, This was something that uh, I didn't do enough of. You may have heard, if you've been listening to the podcast any length of time, I tell the story of my investment in a Dale Carnegie sales training class. This class was a catapult for my career. It, it literally helped me bridge the gap from where I was to where I wanted to go. And once you have decided you want to do uh, more, you've decided where it is that you're going, where you want to go, Uh, You have got to be sure that you're investing appropriately in your skill and getting better at your craft. At first, I didn't see these types of things as investments. I saw them as expenses. I didn't have a lot of money. I I needed to know where every penny was going. And because there wasn't an immediate return on these types of investments, I was always very reluctant to let the money slip from my hand. Don't make this same mistake. Invest in yourself and do it as early as possible. You know, it's kind of ironic that when you're early uh, in the pursuit of something, typically that's when you don't have a lot of wealth. Uh, But then all of a sudden you get wealth and you don't need as much training anymore. Now we should never stop learning, but I will tell you the sacrifice is much greater early on in your pursuit uh, because you're probably really uh, making ends meet. And uh, you're gonna have to really be strategic about where you're spending your money. Look, I'm all about balance and I'm all about having a good time, but there is something to be said about paying now or paying later. Make sure that you're investing appropriately in the, in the long-term value of your uh, individual development and your individual growth. There wasn't an immediate need, so I was just saying, look, uh, I'm out. I'm not doing it. Don't make this mistake. Invest in yourself. This could be buying books, online curriculum, Uh, webinars, classes, conferences, or even personal coaching. I got to tell you, um, I didn't even know about these things early on. If you're listening to this podcast, you're already ahead of most people. But I can tell you this, there's a lot of great coaching out there. Now, there's a lot of coaching out there uh, as well, but there's only a few probably in your area that are great coaches. If you can line yourself up with a great coach, somebody that's been there, somebody that's not just looking for your money, but they're truly interested in in driving people's success and they can help you along the way, that would be a great investment. Uh, Don't make the mistake I did and make sure that you invest early and often in your career growth. And this, I'll tell you, every investment that I've made, whether it was, you know, going to see a John Maxwell speak or the countless list of others, I've done tons of webinars. Uh, Now, look, you know, here I am in a place that I'm not consuming content, but I'm delivering content. That's exactly uh, where you want to go. That's a dream, hopefully, that you desire, is that you get to a place that you are 
not, not that you ever stop consuming, but now you're in a place that you're delivering. Always know this. You can only give what you have. You can't give what you don't have. If somebody comes up to me and they say that they need to borrow 50 bucks and I only have 20, uh, I can't help them. I just can't. I don't have it. If somebody comes up to me and they say they want to borrow 50 bucks and I have 50, I could give them 50, but it would be very, very uncomfortable. Now, somebody comes up and they want to borrow 50 bucks and I have 1,000, I can give them 50 bucks no problem. Why? Because I have 50 bucks and then some. I'm living in abundance. That's kind of how it is with content. That's how it is with knowledge. You know, what will change who you become is who you associate yourself with and what you read. The more that you have, the more that you can give. I only wish, my one biggest regret is that I would have started doing that a whole lot sooner. The fourth thing is that I wish I would have had a more intense focus on my personal brand. I've done a whole episode on the importance of a personal brand. It's that important. Uh, Corporations are not the only ones that should be focusing on branding themselves. Look, nobody's excused. Whether you're working the nine to five, uh, a blue collar job, a white collar job, it doesn't matter. A personal brand will help you stand out from among your competition. Regardless of your tenure, uh, you've been at the company a week, a month, years, doesn't matter. Do not wait another day to begin working on your personal brand. I will dive deeper into this subject in an episode all by itself. So get a very clear and unique value proposition for yourself. That's part of creating a brand. Find out what your strengths are and polish those strengths until you master them. Part of creating your brand will be when you start creating content and value instead of consuming it. That is when you know you've arrived. I said it earlier, at some point you have to transition from consuming to delivering. And I will be diving into this subject on a deeper level, but if you hear nothing else with point number four, your personal brand absolutely matters, and it's something that I wish that I would have jumped on much, much earlier in my career. Number five, and the final thing that I'm going to discuss that I wish I'd done earlier in my career was to establish mentors much, much quicker. I will tell you, mentoring has been one of the biggest single contributors to my success. You know, I often think about how much farther along I would have been had I committed to this earlier. The reality is I didn't even really know how to go about it. I didn't even really know about mentoring and how to create a a mentoring type relationship. Finding the right mentors early can provide immeasurable value to you. Now, if you are in a company that has an established mentoring program, be sure to take advantage of that. If it comes up in a meeting, it comes up in an orientation, you know, whatever it might be, jump in. I mean, full go, go into a mentoring program. If the company that you're in does not have a mentoring program, start by building a relationship with a potential mentor. Take them out to coffee, take them to lunch. You know, at first it might be a little bit awkward and the mentor that you're looking, that maybe this is new to them as well, but you've seen something in them. It's different. You know, they win a lot. Uh, they're respected in the workplace, whatever it might be. There's things, traits, characteristics that you want to emulate. 
just help draw that out of them by developing a relationship and asking them, hey, look, I know there's more uh, that I could be doing. I know that you have a lot of the answers that I'm looking for. Now, once you have that, you have to remember mentoring goes both ways. Be prepared for every meeting with questions as well as giving them an update on the, the advice that they gave you in your last discussion and how you implemented it. If you're not meeting with a mentor at least once a month, you're missing a huge, huge opportunity. Mentors can provide uh, great insight far beyond any classroom training that you'll ever get. You know, these are people that have been in the foxhole. They've been in the trenches. They know what pitfalls to avoid. They know what works. They know what doesn't. They have been burnt by the stove many, many times. Get around these kind of people. A couple of things to consider with mentoring is get a mentor in your organization, but it should not be in your direct line of your org chart, meaning it shouldn't be your boss or your boss's boss and so on and so forth. Why I say that is you run the risk despite everybody's best intentions. If you have a mentor that is in direct line of your org chart, they have a tendency to give you advice based off of what's in their best interest. It's just simply human nature. Uh, you know, they're going to talk you out of maybe in a roundabout way of taking on a different role or a different promotion because they're afraid of losing you on their team. Uh, it could affect their bonus expenses, like name it, the list goes on. Just stay away from that. I'm not telling you don't learn from those people, but a mentoring relationship should be very intimate and very, very open. Stay out of your org chart. These are typically great resources for you, though. Find great mentors. They're going to help you build your network, but they're also going to help you build your personal brand as well. So these are the five things that I would improve upon if I could go back and do it again. So in, not, in no particular order, it was finding mentors. Uh, having an intense focus on my personal brand was another big one. And again, I'll have an episode on that. We also talked about investing in personal growth. Make sure that you do not miss that one. Uh, dig deep, make the sacrifices that you need to, to invest in your personal growth and dream bigger. The sky is absolutely the limit. Uh, when you get to a place that you say, I don't know how in the world that would happen, uh, but this is where I'm going. That's a dream. It'll shift and change how you think about your pursuit. And the last thing that I talked about, which was also the first thing, was don't be afraid to fail early. Take risks. Be willing to look a little bit silly because that's going to build up what I call professional calluses. Calluses are designed to help you and to protect you. Don't worry about looking silly and don't worry about the haters. Take risks. So learn from me. Take my advice. Implement some of these strategies to your own pursuit of success. Whether you are at the very beginning in the professional world, uh, you're, maybe you're transitioning from college. Maybe you're somebody that's changing career paths. You're changing jobs. Maybe you're even in the same company, but you're changing departments. Or you're simply looking to reinvent yourself. These are for you. Do these things well, and they will be sure to open big doors for you. As always, I appreciate you investing time to listen in today. Uh, make sure that you share this podcast with others, not just the leaders in your life, uh, but everyone that is pursuing big dreams. 
I have been enjoying reading the reviews on the different podcast apps. If you haven't had a chance yet, please leave us a rating and a review. Uh, This helps us get the message out to those that really need to hear it and those that really need the content. Make sure you go to our website, thechampionforum.com. Take a look at the show notes. We've been getting great feedback on the show notes. These are going to give you thought-provoking ideas that not only will help you grow uh, and have some tough questions for you to answer to uh, evaluate this content and how it applies to your own life, but you can also open that questioning up to your team as well and go through the show notes together. Follow me on social media at the Champion Forum. I give daily updates there, leadership nuggets, words of wisdom. And if you'd like to contact me or you have any feedback or questions, I can re- be reached by email at jeffhancher at thechampionforum.com. And until next time, everybody, remember this. You have been set up to be a champion in this life. The Champion Forum Podcast with Jeff Hancher. Lead. Inspire. Win. Win.